Jamie. Israel, yeah. Most of the Old Testament about the nation of Israel. It might be easy, tempting maybe, to think God's discriminating. He only cares about this one nation. What about the rest of the world? Well, what I want to say, the point that I really want to get across, and the reason we're doing this whole service is that that is not the way God is. That's not what he's like. If you read the Bible from the start to the finish, you can see very clearly God's heart is not just for one nation. God's heart is for all nations. God is not a God who discriminates. So I want to show you that by bringing a few passages up on the screen, giving you a little bit of a walk through really quickly the Bible story to show you that God cares about all nations. He doesn't just care about one nation. All right? So the start of the story when it concerns the nation of Israel is a guy called Abraham. So in Genesis chapter 12, that's where we meet Abraham. He's the guy that God calls to, to make a nation. And we read these words. The Lord said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And, can you see it behind the flags there? I'll crouch down. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. That's God's first promise to Abraham, who was going to be the founder of the nation of Israel, And right from the start, God's purpose was, I want to bless all nations through blessing you. I'm choosing you to be my special people, but my my plan always was, always is, that I want the whole world to be blessed through you, okay? That's always the plan. And then we see that as we go through the Old Testament. We see little glimpses of it. Anyone remember the story of Joseph? You guys did that in your kids' last year, didn't you? And we we did it as well in um, early this year, February, March. Story of Joseph, he goes and he blesses the nation of Egypt, using the wisdom that God's given him. The nation's being blessed through God's chosen people. You go to fast forward a little bit further on, and Moses, God gives Moses laws for his nation, and there's so much in the laws about caring for the foreigner and reaching out to the foreigner. Then you see one of the greatest kings of Israel, Solomon. Anyone heard of Solomon? What was Solomon famous for? Rosie. His wisdom, yes. He was famous for his wisdom, but he also had great wealth. And you see in the story of Solomon, a lady called the Queen of, anyone know the Queen of Sheba? Queen of Sheba comes to Israel and looks at Solomon's wealth and Solomon's wisdom. She is from the nations and she is being blessed through God's people. So we see glimpses of it all the way through the Old Testament. But sadly, the nation of Israel kind of messed up. They didn't keep God's laws. They didn't live as he wanted them to live. And he had to punish them. So this plan that God had, it wasn't ultimately fulfilled through Israel. Israel got punished. But then you see, God sends messages of encouragement. Because just because Israel messed up, that's not the end of God's plan. He's got this promise to bless the whole world through this nation. And he's going to make that promise come true. And so he sends messages of hope through the prophets. And I want to bring up on screen just one, uh, one verse from one of the prophets called Isaiah And this is a promise that God gives to the nation of Israel, that he wants them to be a a way that he's going to bring his his people back. But also, ultimately, this promise is fulfilled in his son, Jesus. Shall we read it together? God says this, It's too small a thing for you to be my servant. Immediately, that is Israel, and ultimately, Jesus, to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I've kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. 
So it was always God's plan that his salvation would reach not just Israel, but the ends of the earth. Always God's plan. Too small a thing for his son to reach just Israel. He sent his son to reach the whole earth. And that's why it's not a surprise when we get to the New Testament and we see Jesus reaching out, caring for, healing people who are not just Jews, but Gentiles too. That's why it's not a surprise when Jesus dies and rises again. After he he rises again, he gives his disciples one final command. And we'll get that on the screen from Matthew chapter 28. And Jesus says this, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, he tells them, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. That's God's promise, God's, God's command, his disciples. Go and make disciples of all nations. Anaya, you need to go and sit on your chair, please. Thank you. Apologies for that. It's always God's plan to, to send his disciples out to reach all nations. It's not a surprise that we see that because it's been promised all the way through the Old Testament. And it's also not a surprise, therefore, when we get to the last book in the Bible, the book of Revelation, when John has a vision of heaven. Have a look at what he says in Revelation chapter 7. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. That's the vision that John has of heaven that wraps up the whole Bible. And what does he see? People from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language. People from the whole world gathered together worshipping Jesus. Why? Because that's always been God's plan. It was always his plan for people from the whole world for his salvation to reach the ends of the earth. So, God doesn't discriminate. God doesn't just care about Israel. God cares about the whole world. It's always been his plan. So what does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? Well, first of all, it means if you've experienced being discriminated against, and maybe you have, and maybe that's hurt, you don't find that in God. That's not how God treats People, it's not how God treats you. That means that the the welcome of God is for you. The welcome into his family, the welcome into his kingdom, the welcome to to be there amongst that crowd worshipping him. That's for you. No discrimination. Maybe you're here and you're not yet a Christian and you haven't yet experienced that welcome into the family. It's for you. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, the welcome is for you. Or maybe you're in the family. Maybe you know God as your father. What does it mean for us? To know that God cares about the whole world. Well, if we're in the family, he wants us to share his family values. He wants us to care about the things that he cares about. So we should have on our heart the things that are on his heart. Every single person around the whole world, God cares about. He loves. No discrimination, no favourites. And we should care about what he cares about. So we should care about the issues that are happening in the world. We should read the news prayerfully and bring those people in other parts of the world that are suffering bring those needs to God there's loads of prayer guides you can get hold of that that will help you find out about how you can pray stuff that we've had on the table here so easy to do I just looked up on the internet 
um, prayer, prayer needs for Mexico. Loads of stuff comes up. So easy to do. The, the, the website that we saw in that video, um, Mission for Kids, all, all kinds of resources out there that we can, we can look at. It might mean giving to causes that are needy around the world. It might mean, for some of us, going. Going on short-term mission trips like the Rogers have just come back from, or the Dexters are going to, or going on longer-term mission. Whatever it is, whatever it is, we should be, if we're in the family, sharing the family values. So maybe a good thing to talk about would be after the service, when you get home over breakfast this week, well, how can we be caring more about what God cares about? How can we have the world, global concerns, more on our hearts?